0: Welcome! Y saludos amigos! A nuestra presentación, Revenge of the Pod, presented by the Room 303 Network. I'm your host, Luigi. This is my co-host. Jason, what's up, everybody? Glad to have you back. Uh, We know it's been a while. Uh, We tried doing some recordings. It didn't work out. We'll get to you more on that. Uh, Hopefully you'll catch a segment that we're going to throw out for you guys that we did that we did not get a chance to uh, get to you guys earlier. But we are back, and hopefully we'll get you some spooky stuff next week. But this week, we have a lot of shows to catch up on. Jason, Jason, we got, what, what,
1: three three shows to talk about at least? Yeah, yeah, quite quite a bit. Yo, but before we, g- we get into that, you know, give, give them a little bit of Halloween stuff, man. I know, I know this is off topic, but what were you excited about when you were going trick-or-treating? What candies were you excited about when you were going trick-or-treating? Ooh. Yeah, the quick segment,
0: quick segment. 100% dude. Like as a kid, not going to lie. Some of my favorites were like the colored, uh, the colored Tootsie Rolls, the colorful ones, different flavors. Really? I loved those. <laughs> I loved like the, that like ooze candy that looked like gel and it was just straight sugar. You remember that from when we were kids? They don't sell it. Anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those. Yeah, yeah. I loved those. Now, like I can't imagine eating it. But back then it was, it was the bomb. And, of course, Kit Kats, dude. I've always loved Kit
1: Kats. What about you? Uh, for me, it probably had been, like, um, blow pops. Did, didn't matter which ones. The ones with the gum inside, right? Those lollipops. Uh, anytime I saw those, I was like, hell, yeah. Because I didn't like the Tootsie Pops. Every time I saw those, I was like, damn it, you know? Yeah, once you got you know? to the end, you're like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I could have had a Tootsie Roll. Like, what, what the fuck? Um.
0: Honestly, though, whenever I got a full candy bar, I didn't care what it was. I was hyped. Even if I wasn't going to eat it, I was
1: like, I got a full candy bar. Yeah, king size candy bar, right? You have to tell all the kids, like, hey, they're giving out fucking king sizes over here. Um, that and also Duvalines. You know, grew up in a Mexican neighborhood. You know, we're, we're Hispanic. We're by the border. Duvalines, Fucking love that. Ooh, Any spicy got- candy? Hey, I was about to say,
0: whenever there was spicy candy, I was like, let's go. <laughs> uh I, I was weird though i was like just throw one of those remember lucas lucas yeah oh yeah i,
1: was, I always hope that they throw a little barrel of that in there Oh, well I, you know after a while you kind of have to mix a little so what i used to do is when i was a kid you'd have the lucas right you get it about halfway you're eating it about halfway and once it gets about halfway fill feel like a quart of it with sugar Pfft, game changer now now it's sweet and spicy that's how they make them now. Like they have, they have. Yeah, dude. Pressure. Not not my my high blood pressure. I have high blood pressure because of that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had it for a while. Not gonna lie, I, I for
0: real had high blood pressure for a little while. I still do. My doctor said lose weight. So I was like, all right.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> well, I did forget Butterfinger.
1: I was Butterfinger was dope. I around with some Butterfinger, yeah. The yeah. Butterfinger bites back in the day, man. You know the the little bites. What candies did you
0: or what things did you hate getting? Like, did you ever get something you were like, what the fuck is this?
1: Uh I honestly, man, probably I know the most common one's candy corn, but I, I was actually kind of cool with that. Um tootsie rolls, dude. So many tootsie rolls. I, I actually got
0: that. I got someone that gave us apples once. Um
1: yeah, fuck them. You can't I'll, do that now.
0: I also got someone that uh,
1: passed out like religious pamphlets. Oh, yeah, fucking candy. (laughs) House immediately, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was like, "What is this, man?" (laughs) Word of God, already know God, bro. Fucking God wants me to have candy. Give me the. The moment you you go to church every Sunday. (laughs) Uh, that
0: was good. (laughs) That That was good. Let's uh. Let's go into how you've been, man. How you doing?
1: What's new with you? I mean, pretty good. I mean, we recorded some episodes, so probably didn't have a chance to hear it. But, hey, I went to my first NFL game this year. Um, got to see my Broncos in Denver. Very first NFL game ever. Fucking awesome. Love Denver. Went to the Rocky Mountain National Park, dude. It was such a great time. Uh, although, my, although, when I went, Denver lost, and they haven't been winning. So, yeah, I, it is what it is, but it's still a great experience, man. I recommend um, if you haven't gone seen your team in Dallas. I, I'm pretty sure you have, right? Uh,
0: yeah, I've seen them play a few times. Yeah,
1: it, it's fucking a great experience, man. It's my first NFL game, and I want to go back.
0: All right, cool. Yeah, I, I'm not going to talk about my team because there's nothing good to
1: say. Why? So, what, what are you talking about? Your Your team is four and one. They're three and one. They're three and two. They lost twice. Oh. They lost real bad. They lost the Cardinals and the Niners. Yeah, you're right. My bad. My bad. My bad. I'm not going to talk about that. Well, honestly, that game sucked. For a primetime game, I was like, turn this off. No no offense.
0: No, I mean, no know, I mean it, they are who I thought they were. They are who no, they always didn't. are.
1: No, you didn't. Don't don't lie.
0: No, you didn't. Oh, oh, ask Jermaine, dude. I've been talking about this every single I week in life.
1: Okay, not the Cowboys fans. I've been hearing from like, "Oh, we got this. Our defense is fucking amazing. We're gonna fucking win the Super Bowl this year." Well, I'm not gonna yes, lie. Man. I
0: thought our defense was gonna be better. It's, it's, I it's knew we mission. were gonna lose that game. I was like, "I'm pretty sure we're gonna lose this game." Mm-hmm. I thought it was gonna be closer,
1: a little bit closer. Uh I thought it was gonna be Let's more like. A like it. Game. Hey, don't worry, don't worry. Hey, you guys will pick it up next. You guys are gonna win next game and then you're gonna oh, be yeah. like, Oh yeah, I knew I knew
0: it. we're all right, we're all right. You know? No. This is what's gonna happen. This is exactly what I told Jermaine. <laughs> uh we're gonna beat, we're gonna beat the Chargers and the Rams and think we're good. Then we're gonna lose to the Eagles both times. We're gonna split with Washington, we're gonna lose to the Bills, and then we're gonna lose in the first round of the playoffs as a wild card because that's that's who we are. That's what's gonna happen.
1: Interesting. Well, because also McCarthy's not a good coach, so and Dak Prescott is not a good quarterback. Yeah. Well, well and, <laughs> keep it in the sports world. Besides football, uh, right now the Arizona Diamondbacks are in the playoffs in the wild card. Crush! You no, know, they already they already went past. I don't I don't I don't follow baseball that much, but they're beating the Dodgers right now, who have a like a our higher seed right now. And if they win today, they're going on to the. Um, I don't even know what division they're in, guys. But uh, hey, uh, if if they win that, then they're going to the World Series. So uh, Arizona's pretty hype right now. You know, like no no one's a Cardinals. There's no, no one's a D-backs fan until they're doing great. You know what I mean? It's, just, it's it's so weird out here in Phoenix. Like no one's a real fan out here until they're doing good. I, I didn't know any Suns fans until like two years ago when they were like went to the finals. It was, it was fucking crazy. So and that's how it feels like. But hey, you know what? The city's doing good. Everyone's like, all right, supporting because. No one here from Phoenix that lives in Phoenix is from Phoenix. So it's really hard to get a good fan base here out here in the city. Uh, but when they are doing good, people support. Oh, that's fair. I mean, it's
0: hard, right? Since no one's from there. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I'm not a huge fan of baseball, but I'm going for them. So, hey, t- and I have a D-backs jersey and stuff. I've, I should have I should have worn it today, but you know what? We're right a good team. second team. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's all good. Uh, and lastly, well, I, I had a new job. I don't know if I told you this since the past podcast, but um, our the job that I work for is a nonprofit. Um, they um, they ask for people to donate blood, and uh, we support our hospitals to sa- help and save lives and stuff like this. But the only reason I'm bringing up my job is because we had an event today for anyone that donated blood from, I want to say, May to September in the Valley, in in the Phoenix area, um, you were put in a raffle to win potentially a new car. And, uh, they had that event today. They picked 10 people from that raffle. And out of those 10 people, they picked one person to win a new Volkswagen. Uh, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I don't know, but work working with this job for the past two months, it just makes me, uh, very grateful from the past jobs that I've had. Like, it's just, I love my fucking job right now. Feel, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, donate blood, guys. Donate blood. For sure. For sure. Yes. Please donate blood, guys, yeah, if you can. So.
0: Halloween season, you can even feel kind of spooky doing it. You know, what vampire yeah, You know it.
1: what? Might as well. <laughs>
0: um, okay. So I don't have any current previews right now. Uh, I've I've been quite busy. Uh, speaking of work, I've just been. I I've been doing a lot of twelve to thirteen hour days, so.
1: trying to reach these kids.
0: Right? How do I reach these kids? No, honestly, the kids this year—they're so—they're so sweet, man. Like, really?
1: I, wow, yeah. that's the first time I heard that from you. i <laughs> 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 just kidding, kids. For if you guys are listening, <laughs>
0: uh, my my concern is that I'm gonna get too attached to this group of kids. Because I'm already like starting to create bonds with them that usually you don't get to like the end of the year. Um, I don't know what's going on, but like I'm, I'm I'm gonna have trouble saying goodbye by the end of the year. I already know Some it. Some good kids, huh? Yeah, they're really good kids. They're really. Oh, uh, that's
1: good, man. I see it in your hair. You know, it looks like you're growing your hair back.
0: <laughs> it's coming back, it's coming Yeah. Coming <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, I I don't have any previews. Just been really busy trying to keep up with work and I'm almost caught up. I'm almost there. So yeah, let's get into it. Do you have any previews before, uh, I just jump us straight into TV land.
1: Yeah. Just, just a quick one. Uh, killers of the flower moon uh, with uh, Martin Scorsese's movie is coming out next Friday, uh, October 20th. So make sure you guys go catch that. Uh, it's going to be a great movie and, uh, definitely support, um, it's gonna be one of those one that's gonna be an Oscar worthy. I, I mean, you can already feel it, right? Oh, absolutely. I, I know we're hyping it up, but hopefully, it's not that case. But uh, yeah, um, friend of the pod, uh, also part of Room Three Hundred Three, he's gonna be here down here, so we're gonna go try and catch that movie together. So shout out Eric.
0: So Eric, um, I, I can't wait to see that movie. We were trying to read the book before the movie
1: came out, but it's it's been hectic, so we'll see. I feel that. I feel that. Uh, so let us let, get into it. Let's hop into this uh, TV land.
0: All right. So let's let's do a couple things that you've seen uh, before we get into anything that we've both that seen. We both seen. Yeah. Give give exactly. us a quick review. Uh, I know that we've talked about it already. We I, we know that this came these came out in the summer, but. Jason
1: got to see Elemental and Little Mermaid. What did you think of those movies? Let's get a recap. Okay, yeah, cool. Uh, so I was actually really excited to see Elemental. Um, I wanted to see that in theaters, but I'm also kind of glad I didn't. Um I really honestly man, Pixar is just <laughs> it hasn't been hitting for me lately, bro. Like it just uh it was cool. Um, you saw it with Jamie, right? Saw it with Jamie, yeah, but uh I kind of feel like she felt the same way. Like it just wasn't, it's just, I don't know. I just, Pixar just hasn't been hitting as of late. Um, I didn't really feel like the relationship between, I already forgot the character's name, man. That's how forgettable they are. Um, there you go. <laughs> way to number. Yeah, way to number. number. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it, it was cool. Like I like, I, I, I like that love story. Like it's kind of nice to like, to kind of integrate like a, inter- like an inter- Interracial relationship, really? right? Like, I, cause I feel it that
0: really it's like, very much like a metaphor for that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause uh, like I'm Hispanic, Jamie's, you know, she's not. So, like, it's kind of, I mean, my mom only speaks Spanish. So, like, when they have to communicate, like, it's kind of interesting. But, uh, my mom loves her. And, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure Jamie does too. Like, and, uh, you know, my mom, it's funny. We, uh, went to go eat at, uh, my mom's house the other day and we we're there just there just to eat. And uh, we we're in the car and then uh, Jamie was telling me, he's like, it's, you know, it's kind of sorry if I'm putting in my information out there. Um, she's like, it's just kind of funny. Like, like we go there to eat and then like, we leave like right away. Like, I was like, I don't know. Like, it's just, um, I think my mom's love language is feeding me and feeding you. And like, trust me, like, and she knows, I think that's how my mom like tries to communicate with Jamie because she knows that they can't really speak to each other. Um, just because the same level, right? yeah. Exactly so the way my mom's trying to show Love to her is by feeding her So she's always like hey come over here and eat uh, Even if it's just for a little bit like So I think it's just kind of very interesting Of like uh, that, that dynamic In Elemental which I really loved um, But at the same time it was just Kind of um, Very forgettable I would say um...
0: You know it wasn't It wasn't my favorite Pixar movie
1: Yeah, the
0: more I watch it, the more I do enjoy the movie. Uh, I think it. I mean, it is a kids movie, so I was was about to say it's it's a big hit with the kids. A lot of the kids really like Elemental, Um, so I I can't say that it didn't it didn't hit the audience that it wanted. I think they probably wanted a little bit more of the teenager and adult couple. I don't think I don't know if they got that, but I, I there it was. It was a pretty solid movie
1: yeah I, I, and then you kind of see like uh, the whole like parent situation where they're like just trying to work for a living and just trying to give your kids a better life and you kind of like lose yourself with growing your kids and showing affection to them like it is, it's, it's kind of like that whole like immigrant life like I'm trying to do better for you and and they kind of forget like shit, I need to see what they want and their needs. So like I kind of like that whole aspect of it. But at the same time, like I just don't know. I think I think the movie could could have been better. Um, but I did. Yeah, now I'm thinking about it. Like I kind of enjoyed it. So um, Versus from when I watched it to now, I'd probably give it a 6.9. Yeah. Oh, Vers- I'd,
0: I'd put it around there too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
1: remember after watching it, I was giving it like a 5-something. So I think yeah, now when I think about it and talking about it, I'm like, you know what? It wasn't so bad.
0: If you re-watch – um, obviously you don't have kids to watch it with, but if you rewatch with kids, it's a lot of fun. But if you just rewatch in general, there are things that like you appreciate a little bit more mm-hmm. the second time around, knowing the whole story. I think one of my favorite lines in that movie though, is when she's, when Ember is talking to Wade about, cause Wade is telling her like, you should try to live your own life. Like you have, you have your own goals. You have things that you want. You should go for that. You shouldn't just give up everything. And she's like, you don't understand. My parents gave up everything for me. So in re- she pretty much says, like, in return, I feel like I need to give everything up for them, too. Right. Like, Oh, shit, that is the That's, feeling. That, does it deal with
1: that? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So that one that one stuck with me, which I, I really enjoyed it in the movie. Anyway, uh, go ahead and t- tell us how you felt
1: about Little Mermaid, because I know we were opposite on that, one too. I was surprised, dude. Honestly, I really enjoyed it, honestly. Um, I'm a little... That CGI man kind of like really messes it up. I feel like they messed up our boy Flounder a lot. Um, and uh, Scuttle, I didn't enjoy Scuttle at all. Aquafina Scuttle, yeah, Aquafina like Scuttle,
0: but not a Scuttle. That that, that wasn't that, that rap song Prince.
1: that they had was also terrible. Was really the Scuttle Butt or something, the Scuttle something. Like, the only I don't know. the only new song I liked was uh, Prince, Prince Prince Eric song. Eric. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Prince Eric song was actually pretty cool. That was a new song. Um other than that, man, I feel like uh Ursula's characters, both of them, um did amazing. Uh the girl that played the uh beautiful Ursula mm-hmm. fucking without saying any words fucking did amazing, like within her reactions of like I don't know, I fucking thought she was phenomenal. She was only there for like maybe what a whole minute, but I fucking loved her character and I just loved Ursula's character too. Um uh the the, the rendit like redoing the renditions of the old songs too. I enjoyed them, dude. I thought it was fun. It's probably, like, maybe one of the best live-action movies that I've seen uh, for Disney, uh, personally. But I thought Melissa McCarthy and, uh, gosh... I Melissa McCarthy as Ursula. Them. There you go.
0: I don't remember Ariel, but I, I thought they both did a really good job. <laughs> for I, the- I
1: um, You know what? It, it's tough to act as... Um, Without having without having to say anything You know what I mean mm-hmm. So I, I don't know uh, Ariel's part like there's some moments Where like where she couldn't speak Like some of her acting Chops I, I guess Just didn't yeah. really I was like I mean you could have done it a little bit better But it, it is tough to act without having to say words But like there's some moments where I'm like mm, Could have been a little bit better you know So I don't mm-hmm. know that was my only take from it But I really did enjoy it and would I watch it again Honestly yeah I, I probably would if my daughter had me watch it, I'd watch it again. I don't know if I would watch it again on there. Really?
0: Okay. I mean, I would. Yeah. I. You're Looking back on it, yeah, I think Melissa McCarthy and Halle Bailey did a really good job for me. There were some decent songs. Uh, I thought whoever played Sebastian did a pretty good job as well. Yep. Yep. That was good. Uh, but overall, I was just like, I've seen this story, and I, I think the cartoon's still a little bit better, so. I would probably agree. Yeah, yeah, I would agree too. Yeah, so I was like, "Why did they bother?" But they keep doing it, so we're gonna keep talking about them. Made some money, Pinocchio, though. What? No,
1: Matt? no. Which one? You you didn't like Tom Hanks as as Geppetto? You you're being sarcastic, aren't you? <laughs> Dang. <laughs> okay. I thought you caught it immediately. I was like, "Come on, go
0: on." <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's cuz for a second I thought you were talking about uh Benicio the Benicio de Torres? No. Guillermo. Guillermo de Torres uh Pinocchio. Sorry. No, that's Benicio really de Toro's good. the actor. Yeah, yeah. That one's actually good. <laughs> that one was good. That one was great. It's kind of sad, but yeah, it was great. Yeah very depressing
0: especially at the very end you're like jesus christ you're giving me too much real life stuff right now um all right let's go into i have personally seen something that you have not and i've been shouting it from the rooftops that people need to watch this show uh i finished third season of reservation dogs third and final season so if you ever try to catch up on reservation dogs guys it's super quick i think it's like 10 episode seasons and they're all 30 minute episodes very deep, uh, very relatable events in people's lives. Uh, you know, it's just things that happen to people and, um, you know, not even just the crazy stuff that happens. Obviously some of those things aren't as relatable, but just seeing how that community, uh, deals with the same issues that all of us deal with is very heartwarming. And it's also very, to me, there were a lot of, um, moments that felt very deep, for lack of a better word, it it felt deep. I I felt the emotion of the characters. I understood their struggles. I understood uh, where they were coming from and just trying to be better and do better, not just for yourself, but for your legacy, for your culture, for your people. And I think, you know, any, anybody who's proud of their heritage can understand that. So it was, it was a very good show, man. I, I cannot stress enough how much I enjoyed that show Uh,
1: I highly recommend you would watch it, Jason. I think you'll really like it. I mean, you're not wrong. Like I I watched two episodes and uh, for some reason we stopped watching it, but I really did enjoy the first two episodes that I did see. And uh, I know you said that the way they closed this last season was kind of a really good ending because I feel like there's a lot of shows that they they go too long. And uh, the fact that you said that like, hey, I like the way they ended it. Uh, yeah, maybe it was only three seasons, but maybe sometimes you just only need to go three seasons. And I yeah. feel like a lot of shows should do that. They're like, they went too far with it. Although we fucking love that show and it probably gets a lot of viewership, there's sometimes we're like, yo, that season sucked. They they should have just ended that. You know?
0: Yeah. No. This is one of those where you're like, you're left. I think the previous, I'd say most of the rest of the season is better than the final episode. But the final episode makes sense. It works for the ending of the show. It works for the ending of the season. And it works to just wrap everything up that's left to be said on the show. And it's – honestly, it's beautiful. It is a beautiful show, man. It's funny. uh, It's crazy. It cares. And it really shows – a good depiction of life apparently in Oklahoma. A lot of people from Oklahoma have been, you know, getting on the internet saying like, no, yeah, this, that's what it looks like there. That's how people act there. Like this isn't too far off from the
1: truth. Like this is real. And I thought that was really cool. That's cool, man. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, what would you give it? Sorry, little, little mermaid. I would probably give that a 7.2 by the way. Um, You know, I haven't rated a lot of shows, I don't think, so
0: that might be – well, it's finished, so I would give it –
1: God. Just season three, by the way. Oh, just season three. And then give me your overall rating, I guess. Might as well, right, since they finished. Season three, like a nine. Probably give it a nine. Uh, Overall
0: show, like an 8.5.
1: I'm just throwing out numbers
0: right now, how I feel.
1: feel. (laughs) Yeah, 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 how you feel right now, in the moment. I get it. Um, Sweet. Yeah, available on Hulu, guys. Available Available on Hulu. Hulu. Full show. One show that I just want to bring up real quick. I know Luigi has yet to watch it. I'm already a few episodes in. Amazon Prime, it's out on Prime Video. It is the spinoff to The Boys uh, and, uh, bro, uh, I, I just want to say this real quick before we get into it. Uh, we'll talk about it next episode. It is really good. And, um, Jamie actually likes it better than the boys. Um, it has that boys vibe to it, man. It, like you, for, I, I forgot. Cause like, I we, what season three came out of the boys last year. Right. Uh, so we were watching Gen V and we're like, totally forgot that, uh, the boys was like this gory and raunchy and stuff like that. Like there was just like moments where like. Totally forgot that <laughs> that this is what this yeah. show's about, and it was hilarious. Yeah, the and, uh, boys is
0: still probably some of the craziest things I've ever seen on television.
1: No, oh, and they they do uh, this this show Gen V is very like the boys. You're like, whoa, all right, cool, penis, nice. <laughs> uh,
0: spoilers, guys, spoilers. But season three of the boys, when he shrinks down into that guy's penis and then blows up because he sneezes, I was like. <gasps>
1: Did I just see that? Did I just yeah. watch this happen? Trust me, bro. Like every, this show has something very similar to that. So just, just letting you know. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Also, <laughs> yeah, it's Invincible out now.
0: Season 2 coming soon, dude. It's what, November? Which one? Invincible Season
1: 2, finally. Oh, yeah. It's coming out. Yeah. Uh, oh, also, um, my Rick and Morty fans, uh, this Sunday. Uh, no came out this past Sunday. First episode of Season 7 came out already, I think, or this Sunday. Either one. It's coming out. Check it out.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Let's let's talk about a couple things that we've both seen. Oh, actually, I have a couple more. Should I talk about those first? Yeah, that I haven't seen? Go ahead. Go ahead. So I went to the movies this weekend. I actually got to go to a movie. It's been a hot minute. Uh, Went to see The Creator.
1: Jason, have you seen The Creator? How was that? I've been wanting to watch that, but how was it? With uh, our boy John David Washington, right? Yeah, John David Washington's a lot of fun.
0: Um, mm. If I'm being honest, I didn't love it. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. It's like some AI shit again, right? Yeah, I, I just felt like there were a lot of uh, moments where... Because it tries to be a very realistic story, even mm. though it's with AI. And there are moments where you really have to suspend your disbelief. And you're like, okay, that just doesn't make sense. This doesn't make any sense. And that would take me out of the story. Like it was enough to take me out of the story. Really? Um,
1: Yeah. And there were moments where. Well, let me ask you this. How did you feel about like, uh, I'm talking about other uh, AI movies that I'm trying to think about right now. Uh, Chappie and uh, Machina. Ex Machina was fantastic.
0: I like both of those movies. Okay.
1: So then this one, you're like saying like that, that didn't take you out of the story, but this is taking you out of the story. Yeah. There are things that happen in this
0: movie where you're like, that doesn't track with everything that you're telling. me. Why would this, why would this, this doesn't make sense. This just doesn't make sense. Uh, The plot has some pretty cool things that, uh, that happen within the story. The action is fantastic. Uh, I think, a lot of the acting is pretty solid with what they're given. I think dialogue, uh, there are lulls in the story where um, the people I was with were having trouble getting through the movie. So I I, I I will say that. I personally had moments where I actually was checking my phone. So I was like, er, that's not a good sign. That being said, it is not bad. I just, like, if you don't get to see it in theaters... As much as I want John David Washington to have a blockbuster hit, because uh, kind of, don't you dare, don't you dare. I just don't want this to be a career killer for him because it's not that bad of a movie and he didn't do a bad job. Uh, but it's it's not special. I'll say that to me, it wasn't special. I know that I've got I've got some people that we know that are probably gonna lose their minds. Uh, but it, it wasn't special to me. I would give it like a 6.5, 6,
1: 5, 6 point, between, yeah, let's go 6.6. 6. Um, 6. some of the people in our circle, they, they liked the movie then. I don't, I
0: thought so. I, from what I saw, I thought a few of us, a few of them, when they mentioned having seen it, they were like, it was amazing. And I was like, eh, it was all right. Like, okay. I don't I like... Would I watch it again? Maybe not the whole thing, but I'd watch parts. Gotcha. You know? Yeah, so there, there, there's that. Okay, and then the last one for me, uh, a personal favorite of mine. This is my uh, anime anime input here. Netflix released uh, a new What's season it? of Castlevania. This is not. Oh. Trace. Go ahead. I thought you meant on One Piece. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Still working on One Piece. Thank you for mentioning that one. I'm That's about- my awesome, Yes, also on Netflix. Both on live action. Uh, one Piece is the live action, though, and I'm really enjoying it. Just haven't had a chance to finish it. Uh, so, viewers, we'll talk about that one a little bit later. But no, Castlevania Nocturne. It is set several several centuries after the original Castlevania show, and it is it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I think it's ah. Uh, I think the story in the first one is r- hard to beat because the characters are so great and they really set it up very well. It feels—it actually feels darker. The first one feels darker than this one does. Uh, but this one introduces really cool characters, really cool uh, story arcs that they're going to be working on. You know a second season is coming. There are some twists and turns in the story that you don't see coming, which I really enjoyed. It's set during the French Revolution, so that's pretty interesting. It puts you in a place in history and connects the
1: vampires to it. I get it. I see why you like it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I like horror and I like history, so yeah, it's, it's got me. And it doesn't uh, it doesn't have too much uh, anime awkwardness, is what I would say. I know when when some people watch animes, they're like, I can't get into it. It just feels like the dialogue feels awkward. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I get that. Uh, the show doesn't have that style. It feels like an adult, like an adult cartoon, I guess. So it's I, I really am enjoying it. I just finished the first season a little bit ago. Uh, I'm excited for the second season. Um, check it out, guys! Castlevania Nocturne on Netflix. If you like anime, if you like horror, if you like uh, action, it's got plenty of action. It's got magic. It's got you know vampires. I mean. W- would it be anime if there wasn't any action? You know what I mean? There are some animes that are just like comedies or dramas. or.
1: But they have some action.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, man, some don't. Some really right, don't. Send we me
1: some action. animes that don't have action. All right, go ahead. Yeah, yeah for okay. real. I, I
0: watched one the other day. Well, I guess it kind of – I watched a movie. I, talk, I told you about it. Your name. That one had some action because there was there, a – There you go. There you go. That's all I'm there was a comet that hits, but there's like no fighting or anything like that. It just comet, a comment hits. So uh, if you count fair that as action. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, check out Castlevania Nocturne. You will not regret it. I promise you that. Last uh, thing for us, though. Let's go into the things that we have both seen. Let's start with Ahsoka. Jason, I'm going to let you take it away. You, You're the king of Star Wars on this podcast. On this podcast, there's only
1: two of us. You could be the king. Come on. Don't say no. <laughs> uh, um, remind me. I, I know it's been a while, but I think uh, the last time we spoke about it, uh, season one and two have had already come out, right? Episode one and two? Yes, not okay. season one two. Uh, so Fucking yeah, I know, right? Yeah. So I can, episodes one and two yeah, now yeah.
0: is finished.
1: One, one and two that come out, we, we realize that uh there's a, there's a there's a possible chance that Ezra may still be alive, and right they start talking about Thrawn uh possibly being able to come back. So mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm gonna try and speed this up because a lot of shit happened, and I'm, this is all pretty old. Um Sabine, um Mandalorian you find out that uh, her whole family is, is gone from a Mandalorian, a Mandalorian purge, I guess from their planet. And uh, it kind of, you get, you kind of get the sense that uh, Ahsoka was a part of that. And uh, I think that's why she has resentment towards Ahsoka. Um, doesn't really explain that in in the show. That's why I wanted to bring that up. But Ahsoka tries to take Sabine as an apprentice uh, again uh, in Rebels. If you guys haven't seen Rebels again, go ahead. Um,
0: I did know that the purge of the Mandalorians happened during the Empire, right? So, so Ahsoka has
1: something to do with that. I I don't know. It's kind of said that like she she was there when when it may have happened or not or something like that. That's right. In
0: in um, I think it was in in Clone Wars. Remember, she's fighting Darth Maul.
1: Yeah, exactly. While they're
0: while they're bombing the planet.
1: Exactly, and uh, and she's trying to take down Maul, where you know, like this whole thing is happening. Uh, so it's very interesting. It brings back the Clone Wars, and obviously, it, it ties into a lot of the Rebels uh, cartoon series. Again, guys, ugh, honestly, some of my favorite Star Wars content. I, I know I, I keep sounding like a fucking um, what's it called? Broken record, uh, like a fucking broken record. But honestly, some of the best stuff in Star Wars is literally Clone Wars and Rebels. In my opinion, I probably cried more in those cartoon series, and you. You're like, oh, why did the clones do this? Why did Anakin do this? Like his turn to to Vader, like didn't make sense in the prequels. Well, guess what? The Clone Wars and the Rebels explain all that shit for you, and then you kind of appreciate Anakin more. And that's why people like when they brought back uh, Hayden Christensen back as Vader in, in, in these shows. People were like, fucking stupid happy. Why? Because the Clone Wars and the Rebels gave his. Character more development, which is kind of unfortunate. Uh, and I think that's why a lot of people tend to love Andor so much because it does a lot of character development without us having like, without them having any plot holes. And I think that's why everyone loves, personally, me and other people that I've spoken to love Andor because there's no really plot holes. It's just like, oh, you see how the Empire is taking over different. People and why people are going to start to rebel eventually. So it's a nice story. And Andor, by the way, not even talking about Ahsoka at this point. But um, anyways, Ahsoka just brings everything back together. So if you haven't seen Rebels and uh, Clone Wars, I wouldn't say you're kind of far off of like stuff that's happening, but uh, you you'd still be able to enjoy it. Uh, you get to see Thrawn for the first time. And Ezra, you find out that Thrawn and Ezra are still alive in different galaxy. They bring the Purgles, like just everything that you see, like the, the Purgles, again, the space wells. Uh, Ahsoka is able to bring them back. Uh, Ahsoka has, there's this one episode where Ahsoka is almost dead, but uh, she's able to connect with Anakin. And Anakin is a, probably a Force ghost. She doesn't know about this, but she's close to death. But he's she's pretty much going back to finish her training because they never got to finish their training together, which is a lot of fucking more tying into the Clone Wars and stuff like that. Uh, It's just a a lot of stuff that I really loved about it. And they're building up so well, kind of towards the end where I kind of, they left us us off on cliffhangers, especially with the the character in Balin. Uh, We don't know what he's about. And you kind of see like he has a very important role. And um, unfortunately he passed away um, right when the show came out. So even if he does come back, because uh, it, it seems like there is going to be a season two. Even if he does come back, it's going to be from a different character. So th- there's just a lot of more stuff going on to it. But uh, overall, like I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't know. What what, what am I missing? Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Thrawn uh, is, looks like he's going to come back to try and take over the Empire. For people who don't know who Thrawn is, he is um, pretty much Palpatine, the Emperor's secondhand man behind vader um he gets taken away by ezra to say back in the rebels to save the galaxy uh this guy is a tactical genius he's very smart he's not strong like vader he's he's not he's not a fighter but uh he's very smart palpatine only trusted humanoids uh people like us uh and if you see Thrawn, he's a blue character um Palpatine is kind of a racist. He's kind of like Hitler, I guess you would say. Um, so, But this person was so smart and so tactical in the stuff that he did uh, that Palpatine trusted him and gave him that high ranking. So kind of give you an example of like how strong this, this villain is. And uh, it seems like he's going to be in Dave Filoni's movie that he was greenlit to have. I mean, I don't know what's happening with the strike that happened. Uh, it seems like Disney's pulling back on a lot of movies and TV shows. So... I don't know what's going to happen right now in the star Wars saga area, but it still seems like Dave Filoni's movie is going to happen. And I think that's, what's leading towards that Thrawn is going to be the very next villain in a movie theater. And I think that's what season two Ahsoka going to tie in with Mandalorian and all that stuff. So uh, very exciting stuff, very exciting stuff for me.
0: Yeah. I thought a lot of those storylines played out. I, what they did do well on this show is, um, they don't really take you a lot of places except for showing you that Thrawn is back. But they did do pretty decent character development and letting us know, like, oh, Ahsoka was worried that Sabine was going to turn to the dark side. You know, that's why she stopped training her. Right. See Ahsoka's journey as a character, uh, how she's able to uh, conquer her own demons when she's, when she's training uh, uh, slash fighting with Anakin slash... Darth Vader, his, his not Darth Vader in the black outfit, like Darth Vader, red eyed Anakin.
1: Uh, I thought that was I, pretty interesting to watch. I did love that. Um, yeah. That's like just her, her, fighting himself, her fighting herself. Like, what if I turn Sabine because of my master? Like, am I wrong? Because my master turned into the dark side and I left the Jedi order. Like what, what role did, did said- I play in that? Yeah, like what role do I play in that? And like, who's to say that I'm not going to turn Sabine into uh the dark side either? So like, you kind of see that in that show. I-, I love that you brought that up, by the way. Yeah,
0: I-, I thought they did really good things seeing Ezra come back in that battle with, uh, with the pretty much undead uh, stormtroopers that the Night Sisters bring back with their powers, the sword that they that oh, they see. gave. God, what's her name?
1: Uh, the the grand grandmother no no it's not something like that the the grand sister or something like that the grandmother or some shit like that
0: yeah but the one that plays her gosh she was she was pretty much the what we thought was the main villain at the start morgan elspeth there we go morgan yeah. uh morgan elspeth's character and when she fights ahsoka that was a lot of fun to watch as well i think the fact that they're in this old galaxy i know ahsoka and sabine are going to follow the storyline that uh balen skull was supposed to i don't know what they're gonna do if they're gonna replace him or not but we are gonna see what he was looking for and this power hopefully this power either helps the jedi right that's the hope or they have to destroy whatever it may be either way i'm excited to see that i just feel like uh they did leave us wanting a bit more you know to be fair they gave us a lot in mandalorian season three they gave us a lot those last three episodes were just like a wild ride. Specifically, the last two; those felt like a movie. The last two episodes of this show did not feel like a movie, and that's okay. Right. We'll see. We'll see what they do in um, in season two to see how that goes.
1: Yeah. No, I I agree, and I, it kind of feels like um, what is Thrawn going to do when he gets back to the Empire? Um, someone I can't remember who it was, but it was. One of those fan theories. It looked like um, da- Dathomir is going to play a part. Remember how like they were br- able to bring back the dead? Well, Dathomir, they're, they're trying to go back to Dathomir where that planet was destroyed by uh, Count Dooku and um, the Separatists. They were destroyed. The the, the Sisters were destroyed um, because they were powerful within the Force in their own with that witch witch magic and stuff like that. But it seems like they might go back to try and resurrect them so they can fight with uh, for the Empire that's kind of what it seems like it's going to. Could be wrong, but that was just a fan theory that I thought was really interesting. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I, I I really enjoyed it. A lot of people were saying like, hey, this is really good. It just kind of fell off at the end. Um, overall, though, I, I I recommend it and it seems like a lot of people did really enjoy it.
0: Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I
1: don't hate that I watched it or anything. Yeah, but, 8.2, uh, 8.1. Oh, that's high. Mm-hmm. I'm at a six worse for me, you know? So like, it's just, I loved it.
0: So
1: I'm at a 6.7, maybe 6.8. There was just a lot of moments where I'm like, I really loved again, like that whole Anakin and Ahsoka, you know, like them going back into the Clone Wars and her seeing her as a kid and stuff. And like, I, that, that alone to me was just like,
0: you know, so, and now you get to see Rebels, pl- uh, not Rebels, I'm sorry, uh, the Clone Wars played out in live action, which is great. Yeah, which, which kind of, you know, just like ah, you know, so one more time,
1: ah. Ah. <laughs> <You know?
0: laughs> no, absolutely. So, can't wait to see more of that. Uh, let's see what, what Star Wars comes up with us for, comes up for us next. Geez, I could not get that sentence out. It was great. Uh, Let's move on to The Continental, my friend. What is that? Show on Peacock based on uh, John Wick series about the hotel, the Continental. Oh, the John Wick
1: series. Okay. I think I've heard of that. I think I've heard of that. <laughs> yeah, so uh, The Continental, guys, if you guys aren't a fan of John Wick or if you guys haven't seen any of the John Wick movies, The Continental is a hotel where John Wick goes to um, where assassins can go and be free of being killed by other assassins, even if they have a hit on them. Um, there's no killing in this hotel. Um, throughout the whole series of the movie, you kind of see a little bit more later on into the movies. And there's this head guy that owns the building, uh, older guy that respects John Wick and befriends John, John Wick because they have a good relationship. Well, this story is pretty much the prequel and how he got the Continental. So you don't see John Wick in this in this show. But way before it. Way before it. I think, I think John Wick is still in uh, his dad's nutsack at this time. Um, <laughs> possibly, possibly. Possibly, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you see uh, a young... Um, fuck, what's his name? Frank, he's his brother. What's Winston. his name? Winston, yeah. So you see a young Winston and how he, I guess, becomes how he gets to be in this role in in this world with the high table and like how he becomes that and how he ends up getting the hotel um i love the storyline i love where it went um not as much as action as I thought that there would be. But the action that we got was fucking awesome. Like, it felt very John Wick. I felt like I kind of want a little bit more. But, again, it's a John Wick movies. There's barely any dialogue. This one has a lot more dialogue and more a lot story. of
0: world building. Yeah. A lot of
1: world building, a lot of storytelling, which I am all for because I love that John Wick world. Um, so I thought it was very interesting you get to see... Yeah, Winston's character development and all the people that he befriends to become part of his team, uh, which I thought was great. My favorite character was probably the sniper dude, the old man, and at the at the very end, when he uh, uh, finds that lady right and uh, takes her out on a date. I don't know if you finished watching it. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, he ends up okay. Well, he ends up. Uh, well, he he's a sniper and he. he he kind of like handcuffs the old ladies. Like, I am, I apologize. I'm sorry. I just have to do this. But like, he's being polite at the same time. And also like, like telling her that you probably shouldn't water your plants too much, but like kind of flirting with her at the end. And, uh, at the very end, he like lets her go. Like, thank you for letting me do this. I'll be, you'll never see me again kind of thing. And then she kind of like closes the door and is like, well, you mentioned a botanical garden and I kind of really like to go to that. So like, I don't know. I thought that was really cute. Uh, I say cute, whatever. Um, really I thought cute. it was really cool. Like, uh, Yeah, his character was really dope. So,
0: Yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed Winston. I enjoyed, um, gosh, the young version of Lawrence Fishburne's character, his sister. Yeah. One the characters, the I'm
1: kind of interested to see what happens to the sister, bro, because we see Lawrence Fishburne in the movie in, later on, but we don't see his sister. So what happens? Maybe she gets out of that life maybe maybe um also really liked um shit uh hansel and gretel the villains um the twins yeah yeah the yeah. twins uh, they were really interesting villains i like i really like them they and they said they didn't say a word they were just assassins working True for to uh, the john wick way <laughs> they were just working for mel gibson's character who was also an asshole but also great great in itself yeah
0: mel gibson played a great uh, villain in this he's such a piece of a piece of work he's a piece of work i'll say that Oh, dude, uh, the, talk, the that? opening scene oh. of the show was really solid actually when they're when they're taking the door off of that safe then he has to shoot his way through the continental and jumps out of wind. i thought all of that was really good oh amazing good part to the show the uh the opening credits are really fun uh as jason mentioned they're very uh James Bond. I liked that comparison. Definitely saw that there. Uh, so I, I definitely enjoyed this show. I will be honest, it is okay, Jason. I've not finished it, but I did want our listeners to hear about it. So tell them how it ends, man. Tell them, tell, tell our listeners. You already told me a little bit. Uh do text in right now, so that's cool. Damn. I was hoping that you would so that I could be like, no, just say it.
1: yeah okay well yeah um well yeah there's that one moment yeah so you know who the sniper i'm talking about um obviously they i mean come on you know what happens right uh winston obviously takes over the continental but uh after they get rid of mel gibson and the hansel and gretel they do end up dying which is in a pretty cool fashion um uh asian girl the one that was uh dating frankie oh yeah 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 she was getting ready to commit suicide. Like she ends up having both of them at their knees, getting ready to kill them. She's about to commit suicide, like with a bomb, and it, it kind of it's kind of a flashback of her first scene of how she was going to kill herself, <clears throat> and she ended up didn't doing it because she saw Frankie. So she was about to do that with them. She's like, "We're we're going to die together." But uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character comes, uh, the young Lawrence Fishburne <clears throat> comes, and like kind of distracts her a second and like they kind of like get away and a whole fighting happens which is badass by the way uh and somehow like she gets a gun and shoots uh Hansel is the guy right yeah shoots him right in the head boom he's dead and then it leaves an epic battle between her and the the sister at the end and that shit's fucking epic <clears throat> and she ends up taking her out I can't wait to see that yeah <laughs> Yeah, dude, like it's really cool. And then uh, you come to find out the the cop. This this one's a big spoiler. I don't know if I want to ruin it. Ah, fuck it, I'll ruin it for you. Uh, the, the girl cop, the one that's been searching for Winston and like trying to figure everything out. Yeah. Um. You know when you when Frankie threw, and uh, Frankie and uh Winston threw uh um a bottle to to blow up the hotel, like a, a royal hotel or something, and like kids were in there and family members were in there. Oh, Remember? when they were kids, yeah, and there was kids in there. Mm-hmm. The cop was—that was that cop's family. So oh. she, so all along she's been searching for Frankie and Winston to kill them because, like, you killed my family when you guys were kids. So she, this whole time, she's been trying to look for them. Dude, oh it was like, God, yeah, dude, it was good. It was cool, man. It was cool. Um, so does she? Does she try to kill Winston? She finally gets Winston. She's about to kill him, and she's about to put him in flames. And then a sniper dude comes and shoots her, but like doesn't kill her because he's you know he's kind of blind now. So it is it, this, uh, and and then it ends up at the end like he's like on his knee. Winston's about to tell her like I didn't like I only did this because blah blah. I was working for Mel Gibson. So it kind of they or somehow it manages they manage to get away from each other. And then Winston and Mel Gibson are with each other. Mel Gibson is about to kill Winston. And guess who comes? The that female cop. Awesome. Boom. She's Mel Gibson. Oh, yeah. It, it kind of all comes like full circle, dude. It's, it's so cool. Uh, cool. And then uh, the girl with the mask, right? The yeah. one that's on the eye table. You get to see her face? Huh? You get to you, see her face. What happened to it? What's wrong with it? Ah, dude. it's uh. There's no lips. There's nothing. It's just jaw. So, yeah. Uh, but guess what? Um, she's you're right. She's a messenger for the high table. She's like, okay, Winston, great job. I was like, I was like, you know, like, he's really nothing, right? Like, we're going to come after you and kill you. Like, he's like, well, I'd like to talk to high table. And she's like, you don't, you won't have a chance. He's like, well, um, and this is how it ends. He's like, well, uh, actually, yeah. I was like, I'll, I'll probably will talk to him if you're dead. And I know you're just a messenger and boom, kills her, dude. Oh, snap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what a way to go,
0: dang! Winston's a gangster, man. That's how know. it
1: ends, bro. It's, it was so crazy. It was uh, the last episode was very dope. Uh, an hour and thirty-seven minutes. That's how long it was.
0: Each episode. Each episode is about
1: that long. Yeah, they're they're about that long. Yeah, but yeah, this one was definitely longer. But oh my god, Continental guys, highly recommend if you're a John Wick fan, especially. highly recommend yeah and if you just like good shows man like this one it gave you the story and then just like even you guys don't even have to watch john wick if you've never seen john wick watch this show it's fucking sick
0: yeah i'm I'm very excited
1: to finish that up man that's a lot yeah dude it was a lot and they closed everything pretty well and it's kind of like oh "Oh, looks like there's gonna be a season two so i'm kind of interested in that here yeah (laughs) All right, cool, cool.
0: I I'm glad to have heard it. What would you rate it? I'm not going to rate it till I actually watch sure.
1: it. I, I think just because I fi- I just finished watching it, I'd probably give it like a eight
0: point five. I I really enjoyed
1: it, dude. That I really enjoyed, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah.
0: Okay, okay. I'll I'll keep you updated when I finish it. Definitely excited to uh, watch that. Anything else you got for us, Jason?
1: That's it. I was <laughs> right. so like, huh, let me check my notes here for a second. No, that's pretty much it, man. Um uh, oh, I watched you people uh on Netflix. How was it? Uh, it was not good. <laughs> uh with Jonah Hill and uh, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah, it was it was I don't recommend watching it. Dragon. It was all right, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I finished Dragon Ball Super with my daughter. Oh, the show. Yeah, if you're a Dragon Ball fan, it's worth
1: watching some of it. So we got but, to see urine, and uh, <laughs> so we got to see the tournament, of, tournament of power. Hit. I did, yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> I like it a lot. I like, I like, I like, Dragon Ball Super, bro. I, I, I
0: thought I, I watched it, and I was like, oh, I could see why other people don't want to see this, but I'm like, I'm invested. I'm
1: decades into this. I'm gonna watch this. Sand Blue, cool. dude, Ultra Instinct go goku autonomous ultra instinct yeah, autonomous yeah. ultra instinct that
0: shit was so fire yeah yeah it was, it was fun to watch those things uh some of the some of the other things that you're we just like really again, yeah we found i did not like the minutes bitch what
1: yeah so, i don't like the goku black saga i did i did like that you like that that one i did i didn't like too much
0: so the only reason i like it is because i really like future trunks and i like that like dystopic uh, future type of storyline. Yeah, so it's not so much because the villain, eh, it's, all right. it's cool to see Goku fighting against the good guys because you've always wondered, like, what oh, happened? But is it really I Goku? Like, Superman? Not really yeah. Goku.
1: Yeah. Well, it's not really Goku, but... Yeah, it's,
0: but he's got all his powers. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, watch that. I don't necessarily recommend unless you're already a Dragon Ball fan. But if you're jumping into anime, it's going to be a little ridiculous. Uh, All right. That's it for me. Uh, Any shout outs? Uh,
1: Shout out to um, people that are decorating the houses for spooky season. Yeah. We really appreciate that. That's fully decorated. uh, It's always a good time. Like I don't, I don't ever, I've never been person to decorate, you know, the outside of for Halloween and stuff. Maybe, Maybe next year. I don't know. I barely got into decorating for Christmas, so, you know, Uh, and I'm talking about the outside of the house, not the inside, whatever, you know, I I still Um, don't do that, but yeah. I decorate them.
0: A lot. I decorated the inside a lot.
1: I'll just (laughs) Uh,
0: say, there's a lot of stuff in our house. We're having a Halloween party this weekend, so
1: it's fully
0: decked right now, but I'm just a Halloween guy, so I Hey, maybe
1: we should uh, wear like our Halloween costumes for an episode. I'm down.
0: You'll see me as, should I keep it a secret? No, yeah, you. keep it a
1: secret. Yeah, keep it a secret. All right. All
0: right. All right well, that's going to be it for us then, guys. We love you. We appreciate you. We'll see you next week for another episode of Revenge of the Pot. Peace out, guys.